0: What's up? wondering what the questions are. Are we not even going to say hello to everybody?
1: Well, yeah, we can say hello, obviously.
0: Well, I thought we were like, hello, there's no questions, it's just topics of discussion. Gotcha. Ready? Hello out there in podcast world!
1: (sighs) (laughs) Three, two, one. Shut up and sit down. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 10 Days and Counting podcast. This is episode three, and I'm Stephen.
0: And I'm Lee. And this week and next week, we are going to talk about some of the situations that arise in marriages that cause them to begin to crumble. So we're going to address a couple of those uh, for this week's episode and a couple for next week's episode. So the first one, jealousy. So, honey, what do you think? Am I ever jealous? Hmm. 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 This will not get you in trouble, I promise. Yeah,
1: not while we're recording
0: anyway. <laughs> We've been married for quite a while. Have I ever been jealous? Maybe that would be a better question. Yes. <laughs> Didn't take long to answer that one. No,
1: I mean, we both have. I mean... Have we both? Yes, absolutely. I've been.
0: I don't recall that. Really? You're not very... Well, you're ridiculous sometimes, <laughs>
1: I think the two go hand in hand. I think, I think jealousy sometimes can be ridiculous. I agree. I mean, and I think jealousy is, I mean, at at the core, there's at the core of jealousy. I think there are some things that, that cause it. I mean, I think there's insecurities. I think there are, uh, some trust issues. Um, and they all, and they all, and I think they all come from somewhere.
0: So, like past experiences. Okay, that's what I was going to say. So how do you, how do we keep, is it normal? I mean, I think jealousy is just like so normal though. And I think that you can have a healthy jealousy. I mean, I don't think jealousy is 100% necessarily bad. I think that there's, you should have some, I don't, I think it can be a healthy type of jealousy where you're not causing it to affect your relationship, but you can certainly I don't know. How, I don't know how to say it, but it's normal. So I don't guess it's necessarily. I mean, I don't know that you can just completely get rid of being jealous. It's maybe how you handle it that can become a problem.
1: Well, I would disagree. I don't think it is normal. I think it's natural.
0: Well, what's the difference?
1: I think because for the most part, we as human beings live very insecure. I think that's a result of a variety of external factors. I don't think it's. Um, I don't think it's just because of our own experiences. I think it's because of the stories we hear from other people. I think it's other like the experiences that other people have had in their lives. I think it's what we see in movies. I think it's and I think we have a tendency to think the worst, too. Right. I, th- I, I think that it's very hard for a for a normal everyday human being. To not think the worst of things, like regardless of the situations, especially, but especially in relationships.
0: So, I, but I think I guess let me say this in a better way. I do think jealousy is normal. I think most of us, it's just an innate thing, but it's how we deal with that. So, in other words, if you start coming into the room, unless there's been a reason for this behavior to be questioned, somebody comes in a room and you're on your phone, and the automatic thing is, who are you talking to? What are you doing? Why are you on your phone? Or you're going to the store. How long are you going to be gone? I need to know, is anybody going to, you know, be wherever you are. It, you start questioning someone. That jealousy turns into making somebody else just constantly be nervous about everything they're doing. And you're questioning your, your spouse or your partner's habits um, to a degree that you're just uncomfortable in your own skin. I mean, it, that becomes a huge issue. So we have to make sure that a, a normal jealous um seeing you know seeing somebody stare at your spouse or tell them they look pretty or handsome or whatever, and you kind of get a little twinge of jealousy is normal. but when you start you know looking at their phones and trying to figure out everyone they're talking to, that can become an issue unless there's been some sort of a pattern that has caused you to have that you know the reason to do that otherwise it's it's uh very unhealthy
1: sure and i and I would agree with that I mean that's then you've got some other issues going on. Like I wouldn't even if you start acting like that, like wondering what someone is doing on their phone or, um, you know, start questioning behaviors, then there's there's something else going on with that. I wouldn't call that jealousy. I, I mean, there's there's other things that are going on in that situation. But I think there's a reason why it's why it's why it's been dubbed the green eyed monster. I mean, have you ever heard that?
0: Yeah, I always thought that was more about money though. like green eyed monster more like green with him to be like you're jealous of things people have
1: no i think it's just a i think it's to me it's a it was a whenever i've heard it it's a blanket statement could be jealous about anything Gotcha. i mean not just but it's and i think that uh you know you have to you have to assess why you're having that feeling i mean it's one thing to have the feeling but it's another thing to just kind of let it play out without assessing why you're having it.
0: Right. And I and do I, think it often stems from insecurity. And I think it, you can be jealous in a regular friendship relationship, even not just a marriage. So, um, some people are, I call one frienders. They can have one friend and that's it, but they don't want their friend to have any more friends. So right. they, they want that person to be available to them at all times. And so that's an, that's an unhealthy situation. I mean, we need, I think you can have one really good friend, one really, uh, you know, someone you can really count on. But when you start uh, trying to determine what someone else is doing with their lives and what they can and can't do, or you, you start to get jealous because they've gone out and are doing something with someone else can really, really just make you, you definitely need to turn inward and say, what's going on with me? What's going on in my life that I don't want someone that I care about to enjoy other people in their lives and whether that's a marriage, you know, I mean, oftentimes Jealousy can stem from things like an affair, those types of situations, and the insecurities that can come with that. But sometimes it can just be how we grow up and what um, our own household looks like. So if you end up being with someone, you're married to someone, and they don't want you to have even a friend outside of your marriage. That's, you know, a terrible situation as well. Sometimes they don't want you to even have a relationship with your family. So they just kind of want you all to themselves. So that's, I mean, just there's so many situations where it can become extremely unhealthy. So we definitely need to keep, keep that in check. Well, and also
1: to be aware of when someone else, when your partner or your friend is starts to exhibit those kinds of behaviors that are a result of jealousy, which in my opinion would be like controlling, um, you know, questioning, Uh, not trusting. And, you know, in a relationship, let's, I mean, we've, we're talking about marriage relationships specifically, as I mentioned, I I think it's important to do a self-assessment of, of why you're feeling the way that you are. And is it a, do do you have a valid reason for feeling like that? You know, is there a past, is there something going on? And if there is, have you and your partner, whether it's your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, have you had a discussion about it? Have you opened up some, some communication when that feeling has arisen? So
0: when there's been a reason. So like if there is an affair or something that occurs, then you have to understand that there's a time that there's going to be a change in the relationship. And maybe jealousy is going to be more prevalent because of that. And so you kind of have to set probably some rules up front as far as phones and going with people, places and things like that, that wouldn't be the norm in your relationship or in any healthy relationship. But because that trust has been broken, then things can become different as a result of that. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think too, as far as when you're talking about there being a, an incident or a history of let's use Let's use adultery or let's use infidelity as an example. And we'll just say it's infidelity that a man has been unfaithful to his wife. And, and you can probably identify with this, not identify, but you can say whether I'm on the right track or not. But I would imagine that what a woman would do is once the infidelity has been discovered or brought out, then she's going to go back and try to start putting the pieces together as to what were some signs that she possibly could have missed, right? Right. So maybe it's like times he was on his phone and right. all of a sudden put it away when you when the woman came in the room, or it's always having the phone with him and not leaving it somewhere. Um, you know, all those there's 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 going to be behaviors, right? And so which leads to paranoia, <laughs> absolutely. But at the same, you know, I'm saying all that to say this that in order for that relationship to get to start to begin to be restored, and for there to be a a, a level of faith. That starts to uh, grow, or not faith, excuse me, um, trust that starts to get reestablished between the two is that that man needs to realize that when he's aware of what those behaviors were and that's what he did, he needs to self consciously start not doing those things anymore, right? Like not, because then what's going to happen is it's going to trigger something in her, in the woman, and she's going to possibly start to get jealous again or get worried. And then there's going to be, you know, a, a, a fight, there's going to be something where she's going to accuse him of doing that same behavior again. And so he needs, he needs to have to, he needs to be responsible or, or the woman, whoever was
0: unfaithful. So going in and understanding that there's going to be a, there's going to be a time of consequence, there's going to be a situation, things are going to change and you need to be responsible for assisting in trying to change your behavior. And understand that that spouse is going to maybe have like triggers that cause them to feel certain ways and that that that's
1: normal. And, and that's, it falls into the category of what I've mentioned in previous, in our previous episodes, as far as being accountable, you know, you can't just say, I'm sorry. Right. And not be accountable for your actions and realize that in order for things to get back to where they were or where you both want them to be, that there are going to be some things you're going to have to change about your behaviors and about the way that you, go about your day with this person. You're going to have to be more careful with how you treat your phone and, and how, you can just basically be more transparent.
0: Right. And, and it just, it depends on the severity of the crime and the severity of the punishment. I hate to put it that way, but it's, you know, it's kind of the consequences, you know, so if you have an affair, the consequences are going to, you know, the healing process is going to take much longer than, you know, something minor, like you went out with the guys, uh to play pool and you got home a little late. Like so those are just two totally different types of circumstances and they are gonna be handled differently. I think they say in affairs like two years in order to to really kinda get over it from the other spouse's side and start to move on. So it's a really long time. And so you just have to understand that, that every single thing that we do that hurts our spouse is going to have some sort of healing process and time and, and it's gotta be appropriate for the behavior. So do you think um you think marriages can overcome an affair?
1: Yeah, I mean I, I think they i I think anything is possible. It's a question more to me of whether it's probable or not because oh, I think probable it, whether or not it can last Yeah, because I think it goes back to to uh what we did the the topic we talked about in episode two of the fact that is love enough. you know, I think it falls under that category um because I think they can do everything right. Mm-hmm. And try to make things better and and go through all the right behaviors you know apologies, everything. I think they can go through all that. It's all dependent on how the person who was hurt is going to respond to that and I think that it's it's possible that a person could never get over that
0: absolutely i I definitely think it is one of the most difficult things to get over but i i certainly i've i know people who've definitely overcome affairs and their marriages are healthy and strong. I think the most important thing is to put things in place to kind of keep those things from happening. Now, I, I do believe that there's some people who want to have an affair. They look to have an affair. It's 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 their personality and what they want to do. I think the most important thing is to try to put things in place in marriages so that there is no ease to having an affair. And I definitely think that that can be done so that you don't leave yourself open for those types of situations to occur. And um, obviously you're always going to have an opportunity if you really want to do that, but we can certainly protect our marriages and do things that can keep them um, safe and keep them from not being easily um, for those things to not easily occur.
1: Yeah, I would, I would agree. But ultimately I think it's exactly what you said. If, if one person in that relationship has no problem with having an affair then it's going to happen. Like, I don't think there's anything that you can do to guard against
0: that. To guard against having an affair?
1: To guard against the mind of a person or the desire of a person to have one.
0: Well, I, that's what I'm saying. I think there's some people that are just, they're wired for constant state of, I I just know that there there's a, there are situations where people are just geared to do that. And it's just something that they don't, they're you know leopard spots aren't going to change sort of thing i I do believe that people can change i've seen you change i think you've seen me change i know that we we have the ability to change but i do think there's some people who simply can't or are not willing to to change who they are and i think some of their sometimes the dna is just so strong that they they can't get away from from that genetically to to not be that type of a person um so whether it's you know complete affairs emotional affairs which i think are as bad if not worse yeah, than a absolutely. physical affair so i I think that they're always looking for someone to feed their ego a lot of times and I, I think it stems again back to self-esteem how you feel about yourself um whether or not your spouse is giving that to you and making sure that you feel loved and appreciated and all of those things can obviously open the door for that as well but it's important to To again look at yourself, why are you having these feelings? Why are you looking at other people? Just an opinion.
1: Well, and to just to build upon, you know, whether whether a a marriage or a relationship can survive an affair, whether there can be uh, reconciliation. You know, uh, I'll just say again, I think there are there are just some people who are apt to not be faithful for whatever it is. I mean, whether it's genetics or it's just a matter of their behavior you know whatever it is i I'm, I'm no psychologist no you know so i can't begin to to try to elaborate on that
0: well it sounds but, like we need to do a little research on that and come up with how to make sure you don't marry somebody like that to begin with like what personality traits those sure, are absolutely i mean i think we can
1: do that but but at the same time you know I, what i'm trying to say is the tendency is to think that there's something wrong with them there was something sure. that they did that was not right and um that is not necessarily the case, and then number two, get away. Like just as soon as you can recognize that behavior, and it's it's a behavior that's not going to change, just get out. Like just you know, married or just in a in a boyfriend girlfriend relationship, dating relationship, whatever it is, just walk away because you will be you're just setting yourself up for continued continued hardest. disappointment. Yeah.
0: Well, ending on that light note. <laughs> <laughs> We are out of time today, but we will talk about uh, another marriage topic issue next week, and we look forward to talking to you then. I'm Lee.
1: And I'm Stephen. This has been the 10 Days and Counting Podcast. The 10 Days and Counting Podcast is recorded by us, hosted by us, edited by us, and produced by us in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Please understand that we are not licensed professionals. Our advice is based on our own life experience and what we believe to be our own common sense.